on Twitch, Q Sports Talk, and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is On the Block with Brent X. And it's presented by our friends at Pathfinder Bank. No matter where you are in central New York right now, there is a Pathfinder Bank near you. Count them up, baby. Ten branch locations now open in Clay on Route 31. Specializing in personal home loans with a wide range of terms and programs available. They have convenient and competitive business products with local decisions and local processes. Pathfinder Bank is the local community bank that you can trust. You guys ready? Let's do this thing. It is time for the NFL Blitz. We have reached prime time. We have reached the moment where it is time to separate the men from the boys, the playoff teams from the Dallas Cowboys, the frauds from the pretenders. It's week 14. The Buffalo Bills host Baltimore. New Era Field Orchard Park, New York, America's team. 37 and partly cloudy. We beat the Cowboys in Dallas, red, white, and blue. Do the math. 64% of the money is in on Baltimore. How dare you? 66% of betters are taking the over as the Ravens are minus six with the over-under at 43.5. This is a matchup between the number seven, Josh Allen, and number 32, Lamar Jackson. Overall picks in the 2018 NFL Draft. Lamar 16-3 as a starter. The Ravens have won eight in a row. Over that stretch, Jackson 68% completion percentage. 15 touchdowns, 3 picks, 739 rushing yards, 6 rushing touchdowns. He needs just 63 yards to set the NFL single season record for rushing yards by a quarterback. That was set by Michael Vick in 2006 at 1,039. Josh Allen Josh Allen, a surgeon against Dallas last week. 19 of 24, 231, a touchdown, didn't throw a pick, 43 rushing yards and a touchdown. He leads all quarterbacks in rushing touchdowns this season with eight. He's third in rushing yards behind Lamar Jackson and Kyler Murray. Carolina's at Atlanta in the Dome. The Falcons minus three, the over-under 47.5. 56% of the money in on Atlanta, 51% of betters taking the over. Ron Rivera fired. This week, Christian McCaffrey's failed to surpass 70 rushing yards in all three division games this season. Our pets' heads are falling off. Things are falling apart for Carolina. Atlanta's won four straight in this matchup and leads the all-time series 31-18. Matt Ryan is 58-33 at home. He is 15-8 against Carolina. That's the most wins against any single team for Matt Ryan tied with Tampa Bay. In the Week 11 matchup a couple weeks back, 21-31, 331, a touchdown. The Battle of Ohio. Cincinnati's at Cleveland at First Energy Stadium. 43, mostly cloudy at kickoff. The Browns are minus 8 with the over-under at 41. 58% of betters are in on Cincinnati to cover the 8. 62% taking the over. Cleveland's won the last two matchups, but Cincinnati leads the all-time series. Your Cincinnati Bengals picked up a win. Beat the Jets last week for their first win of the season. And they will miss the playoffs for the fourth straight season. Over that span, by the way, 7-23 on the road. They're 0-6 there this year. For Cleveland, two starts against Cincinnati last year. Baker Mayfield, 2-0, 73% completion percentage, 542 yards, seven touchdowns, no interceptions. He did throw at practice Thursday after not doing so on Wednesday. Does expect to play in this game. Cleveland hasn't won three straight in this series since 2001. Denver's at Houston. 
64, mostly cloudy at NRG Stadium with Houston sitting as a 9.5-point favorite. The over-under is 42.5. 53% of betters on Houston, 70% taking the over 42.5. Drew Locke in his NFL debut last week for the Broncos, 18 of 28, 134, two touchdowns and a pick. Wide receiver Cortland Sutton had a second multi-touchdown game of the season. Denver's 3-1. and one. When scoring, when he scores a touchdown. Houston, Deshaun Watson a week ago against New England, 18-25, 234, three touchdowns, caught a touchdown, got that monkey off his back, and beat the Patriots. Denver is allowing just under 114 rushing yards per game. Last week, Watson connected with seven different receivers. Houston ran for just 52 yards on 23 carries. Detroit's at Minnesota. In the dome with the Vikings, minus 13. The over-under is 43, 55% of betters in on Detroit, 68% taking the over 43. David Bluff will make his second straight start for Detroit against Chicago. 22 of 38, 282 touchdowns and a pick. Kenny Galladay caught four passes for 158 in a touchdown in that Turkey Day game. Bo Scarborough over the first three career starts, 236 rushing yards. He's got about four and a half per carry. Minnesota's won the last four. Before last week, Kirk Cousins had gone five straight games without a pick. He's 3-1 against Detroit. He has completed over 69% of his passes, 3,488 yards, 27 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Dalvin Cook is probable for this game with a shoulder injury. Looks like he's good to go. I might have to apologize to Kirk Cousins. He actually might be an NFL quarterback. Indianapolis at Tampa Bay. 74, partly cloudy at Raymond James. That sounds nice. Tampa Bay is minus three. The over-under is 47. 56% of betters on Indy. 57% taking the over. That's pretty even there. Colts have lost four of five. They look great early, but injuries have ravaged this team. Jacoby Brissett's 3-11 on the road. He's 1-5 in the month of December. Last time against Tennessee, 25-40, 3-19 and a touchdown, but two picks. Marlon Mack is questionable. He's missed the last two games. Tampa Bay, when asked to comment on Jameis Winston's future, because they have to decide if they're going to pick up his contract option, Bruce Arian said, quote, I'm going to wait until the end of December. It's been really, really good, and it's been really, really bad. That is Jameis Winston in a nutshell, folks. He has thrown five more interceptions than any other quarterback at 20. He's also tied for sixth for the most touchdown passes at 22. Miami is at the J-E-T-S. Jets, Jets, 38 and partly cloudy at MetLife at kickoff. The Jets are minus five and a half. With the the Jets are minus five and a half. With the over under a forty five and a half. Money's 50-50 split right now. Sixty three percent taking the over. The Fish have won six of their last seven in this matchup, including a win in Week Nine. Miami's first win of the season. Ryan Fitzpatrick is five and six against the Jets. He's won four in a row against the Jets. With each win coming on a different team. Buffalo, Tennessee, Tampa Bay, Miami. The Jets lost to a previously winless team for the second time this season last week. Sam Darnold, 4-5 and five this year. The Jets are 3-1 and one when he throws for two or more touchdowns and still looking for that first win against Miami. San Francisco at New Orleans. Could this be the NFC Championship game? In the Dome, the Saints are minus 2.5. The over-under is 44.5. 64% of betters in on 
the Niners with 69% taking the over. San Francisco lost for the second time in four games last week after starting 8-0. Jimmy G at Baltimore, 15-21, 165, a touchdown, did not throw a pick. He's 14-5 on the road, but lost his only career start in a dome. Something to note there. Four New Orleans, 10-2, already clinched the division. Drew Brees, 7-2 against the Niners, but he has not faced them since 2016. Whole new ball game with San Francisco. He has at least three touchdown passes in five games. Against the Niners, Washington at Green Bay, Lambeau Field, 37 and overcast at kickoff. With the pack sitting minus 13. The way that offense has been struggling, you're going to give them 13 points. I know it's the Redskins, but they've actually been playing better as of late. Washington's defense, 13th in the league in terms of yards per play. But give Green Bay 13 points, sure. 56% of the money taken Green Bay with 63% taking the over. Dwayne Haskins has won back-to-back starts. Didn't throw a touchdown in either one of those. But he was a winning quarterback. Darius Geis, 10 times, 129 yards, two touchdowns a week ago. Adrian Peterson running the ball well. That's why Washington's won those games. 99 yards and a touchdown last week for Peterson. For Green Bay, Aaron Rodgers has gone six straight without an interception. Green Bay's 4-2 and two in that span. He's just 1-3 and three in his career against Washington. Devontae Adams, six catches, 64 yards, and two touchdowns last week in a win at the New York Football Giants. The Los Angeles Chargers. Visit Jacksonville, 67, mostly cloudy in Jacksonville. The Chargers are minus three. The over-under is 43. 54% of the money is in on the Chargers. 53% taking the under. Phillip Rivers has an interception in eight of the uh, 12 games this season. He has four games with more than one interception. He is good in December, 40 and 20, but he's got a under 500 record career-wise, 54 and 56 on the road. The Chargers... All eight of their losses have been by seven points or less. For Jacksonville, it's Minshew time once again. Uncle Rico's back, baby. I can throw the football over them mountains four and four while Nick Foles was injured earlier this season. In relief of Foles last week, Minshew 16-27, 147, a touchdown and a pick. Jacksonville rushed for just 49 yards. Leonard Fournette had 38 yards on 14 carries. Doug Marone on the hot seat, baby. I don't know if there's much he can do to save his job, but he's going to try. Kansas City's at New England in Foxborough. Going to be 35, partly cloudy at kickoff with the Patriots minus three. The over-under 49, even split on picking these teams. 55% taking the over in this game. Kansas City has had eight different players with a rush attempt in last week's game against Oakland. They had three rushing touchdowns. From three different players, Patrick Mahomes. There's been some great games between these two teams, but he's 0-2 against New England, including the playoffs. Tom Brady, a mere 120-19 at Gillette, 61-14 in the month of December in his career. Three touchdowns in a loss at Houston last week. It was the first time he threw three touchdown passes since week five. Pittsburgh's at Arizona. In the Dome, Pittsburgh's minus 2.5. The over-under's 43.5. Even split on the money in this game, 62% are taking the under. The Duck! Quacking to 2-0 and in his young career so far. In those two starts, 29-41. 344, two touchdowns, two picks. James Conner questionable over the last two games. Rookie running back Benny Snell is averaging close to 4.5 yards per carry. Has scored a touchdown. Wide receiver James Washington, seven catches, 209 and two touchdowns. Tennessee's at Oakland. 
where the Titans are minus two and a half. One of the hottest teams in football right now. It'll be 55 and mostly cloudy at kickoff. The over-under is 47 and a half. Both the over-under and the point spread even split right now. Ryan Tannehill. Bow before Ryan Tannehill. 5-1 and one this season. 72% completion percentage. 12 touchdowns, 3 picks. He's also rushed for 3 touchdowns. He's 12-15 and 15 in the month of December, though. His worst record for a single month. Oakland lost back-to-back games against the Jets in Kansas City by a combined score of 74-13. And that came following a 3-game winning streak. Tight end Derek Waller. His third 100-yard receiving game of the season. Josh Jacobs, we mentioned in our fantasy segment with Benny Heisler, his fifth 100-yard rushing game last week. He is probable, but is a little banged up with a shoulder injury. Keep that in mind for your fantasy lineup. Seattle at the Los Angeles Chargers. 62 and partly cloudy at L.A. Memorial Coliseum at kickoff. Uh, The line's even. When the over-under is 47, 61% of bettors are taking Seattle. 71% like the over. For the Seahawks, Russell Wilson, 24-9 in the month of December. L.A. is the only NFC West team that Wilson has a losing record against. It's 7-8. Last week against the Vikings, running backs Chris Carson and Rashad Penny combined. For 176 yards on 38 carries and two touchdowns, Penny added four catches for 33 yards and a touchdown for the char- or for the uh, Rams. Pardon me. Currently third in the NFC West, Jared Goff, worse at home than on the road. Four, uh, 15 and 11 at home, 17 and 8 on the road. Go figure. He has six and five in late games. In the eight games against Seattle, Todd Gurley has averaged four and a half yards a carry. And has rushed for 10 touchdowns. The Rams are 5-3 in those eight games. That is the NFL Blitz. We're going on the blind side next. we still got about a half hour to talk Syracuse basketball with you. You keep it coming at 437-7644. The text line 288-0644. The live chat at twitch.tv slash Talk. Back after this. Plays here. Jones takes the shotgun snap, throws the deep post, got Ellison for the touchdown! What a throw by Jones and Ellison with the touchdown catch, and the Giants get on the board. Tate stands in midfield. Andy Lee, the veteran punters, and it's blocked by Michael Thomas in the back of the end zone and recovered by the Giants for a touchdown! Michael Thomas came flying in, blocked the punt. ESPN 97.7 and 100.1. On Twitch, Q Sports Talk and ESPN Radio 97.7 at 100.1. This is On the Block with Brent X. Welcome back. Happy Friday, everybody. You're on the block, ESPN Radio. Great to have you. Oh, yeah, the weekend's coming. Let's do this thing. J-Rock's here. What's up, what's up, what's up? So that, uh, Seth is not. Nope. So it is time for the blind side. And that is where you, you don't know what's going to happen. And that's kind of the point. Well, I know what's going to happen. You do. You don't you know what's going to happen. You are the one person who knows. You don't know what's going to happen. You know the questions. Oh, yeah, you're right. I can't I can't predict your answers. That's, that's, the, that's the whole point. I know exactly. the questions. You know the answers. Put it together. Let's get the blind goes. side. Let's do it. It's time for the blind side. Let's go places. And a new Toyota from Burdick Toyota in Cicero. The Toyota lineup has it all. The fuel, uh, great fuel economy of the Corolla. The sheer power and towing capacity of the Toyota Tundra. 
No matter what Toyota it is, they've got great lease deals now at BurdickToyota.com. You may fire when ready, sir. Do the Knicks think that firing their coach will make them better? <laughs> the Knicks are a grease fire, okay? What? And the only way you can put out a grease fire is with baking soda, and there is none in sight. Like, poor David Fisdale. I hope he got a good contract. I have no idea what kind of guaranteed money he got out of that, but who can fix the Knicks? That team's full of forwards. Yeah, they, they have, have too all many. forwards and it's centers. all forwards and centers. That's all it is. They got nothing in free agency, which we knew was going to happen. God, being a Knicks fan these days, so many New York teams, the Giants, the Jets, the Knicks, the Mets. Like, how do you guys do it? Shout out to my buddy Ant, who is sticking with the Knicks and watches them every time they play. They are loyal. I will give them that. They do it. They are. How they does Spike it. Lee do it these days? <laughs> he has some great courtside outfits, by the way. There was one I watched the other day, orange like sweater, like but it had holes in weird places. Amazing. Fantastic. Should all radio shows interview Jerry Jones on Twitch to avoid FTC <laughs> fines? You can swear all you want here on Twitch, Jer. We'll yep. do a Twitch-only interview with you. Yep. Why is Jason Garrett still the coach of that team? Why does Jerry Jones think... Why does Jerry Jones decide to do things like this? Another... The Knicks and the Cowboys. I mean, the Knicks are not quite on the Cowboys level. But another... Look, Jerry Jones isn't going to fire himself. So Jason Garrett's the fall guy, but... What are we doing here? Just move on. I know they got Philly, and I know they could still be a playoff team, so you don't want to rock the boat too much. But when the score of that game is in no way indicative of how much Chicago kicked their ass. They owned them last night, okay? You look at that sideline, and you're like, there is nothing Jason Garrett can do to rally to galvanize this team. Nothing. They're, they have quit on him. They're a veteran team that's making mistakes, they lead the league in dropped passes. They lead yep. the league in missed field goals. They lead the league in plays in mistakes. That's really the category that I'm looking at. Let is they see. lead the league in mistakes. Let's see if I can find this stat. Uh, let's yes, the Cowboys have the second best point differential in NFL history by a team with a losing record. They're plus 67. Yeah, it's absurd. They when they when they record. score 30, they win. If they don't score 30, they lose. I'm sure as a Texans fan, this upsets you greatly. Oh, so much so. Let's talk about the... Actually, There's this is a team you've been harping on all year. Mm-hmm. You have no respect for this team. If the Bills beat the Ravens, yeah. have they finally convinced you they are for real? They don't have to convince me they're for real. I'm in. You've been down on the Bills I have. all year, Brett. I, that's how I've been trained. You're always waiting for the other shoe to drop as a Bills fan. I'm Charlie Brown. I'm running towards that football. Lucy's holding it. And Lucy always pulls it away. All right? Yep. This time it's Lamar Jackson holding the football. Exactly. Now, if they beat Baltimore, not only am I fully in, then everybody out there who's been doubting America's team and our Lord and Savior, Josh Allen, better back off. Because there's no better way to prove that than to beat the best team in the National Football League. And then they get Pittsburgh on Sunday night, which is going to be no easy task next week. I, I'm i extremely terrified for the situation where the Bills beat the Ravens because that presents a situation where either the Texans are hosting uh, the Patriots or the Bills in their in their first round match in the playoffs. I will be insufferable to be around. Oh, either way, it will be bad for me. Um, next one. How long does it take someone? How long does it take for you to punch someone in the face in front of you in line? Let me rephrase that. How long does someone have to take in front mm-hmm. of you in line at Walmart before you straight up punch them in the face? 
Why Walmart? That's where the story happened. Oh, so we're leading to something here. Oh, we're always leading to All something. Right, so, how long do they have to take? Sorry, I flubbed the first time, guys. If we're, if I'm talking, I'm going to punch someone. Yeah. 20 minutes. Yeah, okay. No, this was like two guys in front of a guy in our favorite state in the union. Florida. Florida Man Friday! Florida Man Friday. A 69-year-old man was tired of how long the people in front of him were taken, so he punched him in the face. How long did they take? Five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and old people are supposed to be more patient. Yeah, I, okay, I, okay, Boomer. I actually... There are places where, like, when you're in a long line, and you could tell, like, if it's the barista or the cashier, or, like, I don't mess with people in the service industry. For the most part, if it's your fault, it's your fault. I'm going to call you out. These people have to deal with people all day long, giving them crap. Like, give them the benefit of the doubt. Now, if they, again, they're not doing their job, then you call a manager over and you get it taken care of. But I have more patience in line than you would think I would. I'm not a very patient person in many ways. But, like, for example, I, I get coffee pretty much every day. It's amazing to me how people cannot stand in line. Longer than 30 seconds before they start twitching and got to grab their phone. Yeah, as a millennial, what, let me interject here and say missing? that I don't like waiting in line at all. That's what Amazon is for. <laughs> <laughs> all right, last and that's play. what the call ahead thing is for. Put the coffee on the app ahead of time. There are things I do. Um, I'm big on the the takeout. Yeah. Love, love. Yeah, I don't want to wait in line at I a don't restaurant. Even have, you don't even have to bring it out to me. I'll, I'll come in. I have I no just, interest in waiting I, in line at a restaurant. I have had less patience for that as of late. All right, last one for you. Are you in for a state-sponsored snake-catching bowl? Excuse me? <laughs> Let me repeat that because I actually said it right this time. Are you in for a state-sponsored snake-catching bowl in conjunction with the Super Bowl being played in Miami? Can I tell you what I would rather do than that? Yes. Anything. Okay. Because this is a real thing that is happening. What kind of snakes are we talking about? Bermuda, Burmese pythons. Oh, no. In the Florida Everglades. Oh, no. Once again, we're going back to Florida. It's double Florida double Man Friday. Double Florida Man Friday. Da, 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 da. Here's what happened, except the Florida man this time is the governor, Ron DeSantis. He has said and is going to sponsor a snake-catching program in the Florida Everglades on January 10th. It's like a competition. It's a snake-catching bowl. It's like they let people just go hunt these snakes Why, because they're an invasive species. Ah, see, okay. I was, there had to be a hook there. There is a reason, but it's just I mean, just it is Florida. Hilarious. You go to the Everglades and catch snakes. Anyone can do, do it. You don't even have to be a professional. They're well, like, anyone can go. an invasive species because people dump their snakes in the Everglades? That's that's one of the reasons. Man, the Everglades, a dead. I'm These pythons are like 26-foot pythons. First of all, you just described my personal hell. Yeah. Snake, right, like, snake catching bull? Yeah. Second of all, the Everglades is like the last place in the country, right? Where stuff happens, man. Anything happens. It is a it is the wild and no west. No one knows. There is it is right? there is so much of that area that is uncanvassed, uncharted by map, unfilmed at all times and extremely dark. You know what? That I, is terrifying. I think of two movies when I think of the Everglades. Wild Things. Uh-huh. Bad 90s movie. Yep. You I have, have you seen it? No, but I have one that I'm thinking of. The other one I think of is Police Academy. Okay. There's I was going to go with Academy Gator. movie. What are you going to go with? Gator. I haven't seen that one. Burt Reynolds Gator. 
I should see that. It's a Burt Reynolds movie. There's a great Police Academy movie where they're doing a chase in the Everglades. Yep. It's, in fact, the Burt Reynolds movie, Gator, it's arguably Burt Reynolds' worst movie, but it has a fan boat chase in it, so. Boom. That's all you need. Stuff happens in the Everglades, man. Don't go there. Don't just, we don't know anything. That's the blind side. It's presented by Burdick Toyota. We'll take it home next. Stay right there.